Welcome, welcome. Hello, everyone. Kaylee Marks here, host of Beyond Air Podcast. Today, I have brought on someone truly magical. We're going to be doing a laser podcast episode here because she has an extremely awesome event coming up in one week. Our, our guest today has appeared magically on NBC, and she's performed on the internationally acclaimed show Masters of Illusion. She is a musician, magician, massage therapist, counselor, and the queen bee of the Magic and Mystery School, the most prestigious magic school in potentially the world, definitely the United States. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Abigail McBride. Welcome, well, Abigail. Hi. Hello, Kaylee. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for having me and for inviting me to join you all today. It's a real honor and a pleasure to be here. So I, as you know, Kaylee I, mentioned, I am a magician and I have been involved in the performing art of magic for over 30 years. And ever since the very beginning, I have always been fascinated with the deeper side of magic, what's been called women's intuition or the inner art of knowing. And when I perform this next piece, I usually bring a woman up on stage with me. But really, anyone who has a very good imagination will do. So, Kaylee, would you join me here on screen and I will have you help me with this magic effect, okay? Absolutely. My Excellent. honor. Thank you. As you can see, I have four cards here. And I'm going to hold them right here where you can see them. Okay. Now, Kaylee, in your imagination, I would like you to imagine that these cards are the four queens. Okay. And in your mind's eye, I'm going to reach in and remove two queens of the same color. Please tell us all, Kaylee, which two queens did we just remove? The red queens. Absolutely right. You do have a good imagination. All right, Kaylee, we removed the two red queens. So select one of them, either the queen of hearts or the queen of diamonds. Turn her face up and in your imagination, slide her back into the pack. Go ahead. Have you done it? Yep. Which queen is now face up in the deck? The queen of hearts. The queen of hearts. All right, Kaylee, it is very interesting that you would say the queen of hearts because of the four cards that I really do have here in my hand. Only one is face up. And it is indeed the queen of hearts. Thank you. <laughs> now, now, I don't want you to think I'm doing any of that tricky sleight of hand like some magicians do, which is why I brought this queen from a different deck entirely. Oh, what? thank you again. What? <laughs> and as a matter of fact, Kaylee, I had such a strong intuition you were going to select the Queen of Hearts that I didn't even bring the other three. You have a wonderful imagination. Thank you, Kaylee. What? That was amazing. <laughs> let's give thank let's you. give Abigail a round of applause, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> wow, no, seriously, that was incredible. Um that broke my brain a little bit. I'm, I'm I don't know how to, to process it. that. We're processing that live on the air. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Abigail. So for my audience, you know, um, you are married to the Grand Master of Magic, Jeff McBride. And that is how I met you. Uh, Jeff yeah. has been someone extremely important in my life. And 
um, when I saw that you have some really, really powerful events coming up, I, I wanted to bring you on the show and, and talk a little bit about your history with magic and then also um, talk about this awesome opportunity in case there's any women out there who are interested in adding a little bit of magic to their life. So maybe you could share, you know, just to start, like, what was your first experience with magic? Oh, well, my first experience with magic happened when I was in the second grade, and I had a little friend named Adam, and he loved magic. And he did a whole magic show up in the front of the classroom for all the second graders, and I was enchanted. And I really wanted to know how it worked. And so after the show, I went up to him. I said, hey, Adam, we're friends. How did that thing work? And he said, oh, magicians never tell their tricks. I can't tell. I went back to my desk and I pouted about for a little while. And then I came back to him. I said, hey, Adam, magicians have assistants. And if I was your assistant, then you could tell me how it worked, right? And he said, well, I suppose so. And that was my introduction to the world of magic. My little friend Adam went on to create a program called Siri, which most of us have in our phones. So he was brilliant back then. He's still brilliant and we are still in touch. He still loves magic. Wow. So see, so you, you, who knows that was, that was the beginning of Siri back then. Um, <laughs> the, the magic voice assistant. That's, right. um, that's so amazing. So what, what do you love about magic? I'm always trying to explain my love of magic to people. And I think mm-hmm. for those who've never done any magic, for those who maybe have never seen much close up magic or even stage magic, um, you know, every, people don't quite understand sometimes what the allure is or, or why it's so powerful for you what do you get out of magic and how does it how does it help you in your life this is such a good question kaylee thank you for asking it for me what i love about magic is the sense of wonder that it awakens in the participant most of the close up magic that i love to perform it falls under the category of gift magic so the effect ends where Say a little tiny rose is produced and I give the rose to the person or a magic rainbow transforms into some dollar bills that I leave as a tip at a restaurant or a magic bubble suddenly becomes solidified and is given as a token memento of a moment in time. So these kinds of magic effects that end with a gift open the participant to receive and open the participant to a sense of wonder and mystery. And really, that's what I love, because I think now more than ever in modern times where there's so much, you know, controversy and divisiveness, being able to give and exchange magical gifts, being able to remember the sense of wonder that connects us all is incredibly powerful. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, there's there's different archetypes of the magician. There's this there's very much a trickster archetype. And I think that's what most people are familiar with. And and your love, Jeff McBride, has done a lot of work on on these archetypes. Mm-hmm. But the trickster confronts our amygdala and it doesn't always feel really good to be tricked, right? Like it, there's this sort of cat and mouse game that happens with that. And what I'm hearing from you is gift magic is a very different kind of experience for both people, for the magician and for the uh, participant. It really is. It really is, Kaylee. Because a lot of times in um, trickster sort of magic, it's I can do it, you can't, ha ha, you're a jerk. Right. And it's it's a status game, right, where the magician has high status because he knows or she knows how to do something that the participant doesn't know how to do. Whereas when it's a case of gift magic, then the 
the magician is lifting the status of the receiver and in so doing lifting their own status you know it, it's um power with instead of power over right mm, mm, yeah i love that and where is this you know the archetype of the magician's assistant and it's commonly a woman is that just a pr thing or is that true in the magic community is there not that many uh female magicians or is that is that sort of a myth or or could you talk a little bit about that there are more and more women getting into magic um, as, as we move through time. Magic is becoming, performance magic is becoming more and more accessible to women. But really, Kaylee, women have been in magic since the very beginning. We can go back to the Oracle of Delphi, which was basically a mind reading performance that was given by hundreds of women playing this role over thousands of years. And in ancient classical Greek civilization, the Oracle of Delphi was the most powerful woman. She was the most powerful person. Generals of battles would go to her to find out when should we strike, where should we strike, how should we strike. And so women have always been involved in the performing arts. You know, when when Victorian time came, when Victorian times came, women were sort of cloistered and shut away. And it wasn't proper for a woman to be on stage performing magic by herself. But as we move through history, we find Adelaide Hermann took over the whole giant magic show after her husband passed away. And, you know, Susie Wandas. There, there are many women who were performing magic. Talma of Leroy, Talma and Bosco. Women have always been involved in magic and in the performing arts. And in fact, this event that we have coming up next week is called Sisters of Mystery. And it's all about women in in magic. And we have some amazing guests who are coming in. I'll tell you more about it later. But women have always been involved in magic, whether it's been in the role of the oracle or the priestess or the midwife or the healer. Women have always been tuned into the deeper side of wisdom and been able to use magical tools to affect change. And really, one definition of magic is affecting change through the use of will. So... I love that definition. And um, so for those listening, Abigail and her husband, Jeff McBride, they are living in the Magic and Mystery School in Las Vegas. And it's basically a museum, a library and a, and a, a school all in one building. And they are repositories of immense amounts of knowledge. They, it, is it maybe like the largest library of magic? Is, is that I don't know if it is the largest, but it is definitely one of the largest. We have thousands of volumes of books on every aspect of the performing arts, um, from mentalism to business to close-up magic to stage and grand illusion. It, it's all here. And the nice thing is that when students come here to the Magic and Mystery School to study, they get access to what we call the Library of Secrets. And uh, students go nuts in here. <laughs> it's terrific. <laughs> I haven't even been there. And I've, I'm already going nuts just from a distance because Jeff has <laughs> sent me some books and I've gotten like to see parts of it. And it, it's like you can feel the magic radiating off the Zoom screen, right? But so you talked yeah. about Sisters of Mystery. And that's really what I wanted to focus on because I think it is such a, a awesome event that's coming up. So maybe you can talk about it a little bit. I'm going to throw it up on the screen here so everyone can see. Excellent. Thank you. Yes, um, you can see on the little uh, 
poster up here, we have some incredible special guests. Um, Gay Blackstone isn't listed there. Charlotte Pendragon also. Oh, Gay is listed. Gay Blackstone, Charlotte Pendragon, Sarah Crasson, Joan Ducor, Meadow Perry, Connie Boyd, Suzanne the Magician, and, and many more. We've got some special surprise drop-in guests. There's going to be some performances, some some small shows, some uh, small group discussions, um, a, a fair number of lectures and question and answer time. So it, it's going to be a very full day. We're starting at 10 a.m. on Thursday, August 26th, and we'll be wrapping up at about 4.30. And uh, it's going to be an incredible day. This is our sixth gathering of Women in Magic. We do it every year. And I'm really excited. We've got about 30 people signed up. So we've got about six slots still open in the Zoom room. So if people are interested, they can go to magicalwisdom.com. And we do have financial aid available if money is the only thing in the way. So what, who is it for? Like who, who is someone listening to this? And if they're at all interested, like just so that they feel even more like, yes, this is the right thing. What kind of person do they need to be amazing magicians that are practicing every day? Can they be completely new to magic? Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, this event is for anyone who identifies as female. Uh, So we are absolutely trans friendly. um, And it is for any uh, woman who is interested in the art of magic, who performs magic, who likes magic, or is just magic curious. And uh, all are welcome to join us. And if you can't make it live, you can still get access to all the recordings of the talks if you register at magicalwisdom.com. Which you can see if you're watching. We put the Mm -hmm. link on the screen. Um, What, like how... Or why might this be helpful to someone? Like how how will uh, integrating some magic, some performance, some sisterhood, like how will this kind of enrich their life in what they're doing uh, on the day to day? I love this question. This will enrich your life because not only will you come away learning some new magic effects that you can do, even if you're not a professional magician, you will learn some great effects that you can do to delight and entertain your friends. You'll get to hear some real world stories about boundaries and breakthroughs, about how all of these women found their way through challenging situations, either related to magic or just related to life and how they were able to move through that with grace. So hearing these kinds of of stories can be very inspiring and very helpful when one of us bumps into sort of a similar situation. And just spending time in the company of magical women, there are women now who have been maintaining friendships for seven years because they met at one of these classes. And it's a great way to meet new friends and have a great time. Wonderful. I mean, just going through the the different things I've I've gone through with Jeff, it's the energy that you all bring is unlike anything else that's available online or in person. So if you're listening to this and there's at all a little voice in the back of your head that's like, wow, that sounds interesting. It is one of the best things that you could possibly do is to link with these these wonderful, extraordinary people because they're, you, you just have magic exuding from <laughs> from, you know, your your being wherever you, you two are, you and Jeff and also the faculty of the Magic and Mystery School. It's really just a beautiful organization and community. Well, thank you, Kaylee. And I'm so glad that you're part of it. I know Jeff really enjoys um, working on magic with you and uh, and. He always comes away from your sessions like glowing and, oh, we came up with this great thing. So thank you for inspiring him. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. I mean, I, I there's a noticeable difference on my face whenever our sessions are done. And, you know, you've contributed too. you. Um, you're very into yoga and music and healing. And so you also bring a lot of like ancient Vedic thoughts and meditations and kind of help us 
create and brainstorm how to bring even more depth to the magic, right? That, that we're working on. And it's been really yeah. fun to kind of explore that with you. Wonderful. Wonderful. So well, Kelly, also you have you music. So I wanted to just oh, yes, double check. Yes. Yeah. I, while you're on here, because I want people to get to connect. If people wanted to listen to your music, how could they find that? Oh, you can find me on Spotify or iTunes Music. I'm on all the streaming services. You can search for Abigail Spinner McBride or Abby with an I, Abby Spinner McBride, and you'll find I've got three or four albums that are up there and uh, a couple of spoken word pieces. So by all means, check it out, Spotify and iTunes. Wonderful. So Sisters of Mystery, again, I'm going to throw it up on screen here, August 26th. That's next week, Thursday. And uh, you can register at uh, shop.magicalwisdom.com. And you'll be able to find all the info that you need there. Abigail, thank you so much for making time and sharing your magic with us. And it's uh, truly an honor to have you on the show. It's my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Kaylee. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. We have this rare opportunity right now. There has never been a time like this before where we've been able to so easily share our voices with the world. And the planet is going through an enormous struggle and an enormous transformation right now. It's my belief that the best way forward is for each of us to find our purpose, to share our passions, and to communicate with each other so that we can amplify what we love, who we love, and those voices that need to be elevated. We turn up the volume. This isn't just another course. This is a community that will take you to the next level. You'll be guided to launch your own podcast and distribute it so that the entire world can hear it. This isn't just launching a podcast, my friends. This is about using the power of your voice to amplify what you love.